Welcome, I'm Metal. I'm Scar, and you're listening to PodcastMan.exe, a podcast detailing our journey through the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Check in, Podcast Man, power up! <sighs> well, another week, um, you know, we're still kind of recovering mentally from what happened last week. Unfortunately, we only have more pain ahead of us. Not because there's more uh, dominatrix action to come, but because we are dealing with a lot of chod these pair of episodes. Oh, there's so much chod! <laughs> like, I thought my suffering was over when I got over strep, just in time to record a podcast, and then it's chod. Before we get to Chod, we at least have a brief moment when the episode begins uh, to hear sweet Rubia's voice asking us, Hello, everybody. If you're just joining us now, why haven't you joined us before? You've missed so much. And it's like, oh, fair. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Lan knows it's about to be his turn uh, to have another battle. One funny thing in the dub is that uh, he thinks to himself, oh yeah, it's time for the land, man. That's so ridiculous, I love it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is time for him to battle. Um, he is set to battle, yeah, our, our other remaining uh, foes, Blaster Man slash Bomb Man and Stone Man. And it's quickly pointed out, Hey, that's two navvies. Is Lan just supposed to fight them both by himself? Nope. Our boys gotta fucking team up this time. I am sure it will go great. Yeah, except that he has to team up with Chod. Yes, he has to team up with uh, Mr. Attitude, as Lan calls him. Oh, he's so right. Chod is nothing but Attitude. And yet... <laughs> Yeah, Lan seems like he's he's so hopeful about it, and he's being a good sport. He is! Well, it's funny, though. In the dub, uh, one thing he also says is, like, after he calls him Mr. Attitude, he's like, well, as long as he can keep that in check, it probably won't be so bad. And I'm like, Lan, honey, you know full well that he cannot and will not keep his attitude in check. I gotta say, though, that... I was a little bit surprised once the episode title came up because it's Yaito Chan, close call, and I'm like, oh god, is it going to be a Yai episode? And it <laughs> it's 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 it sneaks into a Yai episode, yes. It uh in in the dub it is simply called There's No I in Team Part One. You know what? It is a two-parter, so you know the dub got it right. Yeah, that's certainly fair. It definitely uh, applies more to the broader strokes of this pair of episodes. But um, you know, uh, after that is after you know the next match is revealed, 
Blaster Man and Stone Man appear on the giant hologram within in the middle of the arena so they can publicly trash talk Hub and Proto Man, which I kind of love. They're being like fantastic pro wrestling heels right here. <laughs> it's a call out post on my Twitter.com. Ooh, yeah. We're going to crush those navvies. Now, if you take my operator or my lack of operator and Stone Man's lack of operator and you put them together, you get two operators and fun and you get 27 operators. That's how I'm going to hit you with the next smack. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and Higsby kind of gives a more, you know, brief and succinct version of that by commenting on the fact that, yes, uh, these two navvies lacking net ops means that they will be able to, you know, use whatever move they please at a much quicker time than a person would be able to think of their next move and physically put their chip into an, a PET. <laughs> then, uh, Blaster Man, I don't know if this is just, you know... Ad-libbed or not, Blasterman also adds after that, and we're better looking too. That is ad-libbed, but it's yes. very, it's very in spirit. These two, they are so full of themselves. It's great. Mesa immediately stands up and starts heckling Higsby uh, to defend Lan. It is amazing because Mesa manages to have a discussion with Higsby, who is in the announcer booth. From his place in the stands, which is yeah. all the way across the arena. Yeah, he's yelling very loudly. <laughs> and I have no doubt that he could he could do that. Mesa is extremely powerful, and mm -hmm. I love him more every episode. Yeah. yeah, like, he continues being good in the next scene when they're all, like, having a lunch break. And he's going on about, like, oh, those, na those net navvies have don't have one thing that you guys have and that's the power of friendship and teamwork and the bond that you have is net op and net navvy okay i want to point out something and i don't know if they edit it in the dub or not but everyone else eating lunch is eating it with chopsticks except for yai and yai is eating it with a little spork but what's funny about that is that it means that she's still so young she hasn't learned how to use chopsticks yet. It's kind of adorable. Yeah, I was I was focused on Miss Mari using chopsticks and everyone else seeming to use chopsticks. I did not notice Yai not using chopsticks. Yeah, she has a little green spork. Aww. <laughs> Cute. Um, what I also remember is Miss Mari, like, you know... Uh, praising Mesa for his good speech and like giving him a friendly slap on the back, but too hard and uh, making uh, Mesa launch forward so his face lands in his uh, bento box. And then he makes a funny comment like when she's like, Oh no, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, No, no, sushi's best when traveling 40, ma 40 miles per hour. Um, but yes, yeah, so that, but this pleasant scene is interrupted, um, well, first, by the spirit of Chod, who, you know, whose name begins being uttered, and thus Yai launches straight into a rant about him. And she's right. Yeah, she is right. She is right to be so goddamn <laughs> mad and to just rant about him. 
I think it was Glide who points out to her that apparently this guy has a fan club, and it's like, who out there stands this man in this world? I need to know. Do people make fan cams of Chod in, in the world of Bell Network? Yes. Yes, they do. Do, like, young girls make weird, thirsty tweets about him? I bet they do. I don't want... I... Later in this later in this series, we're going to find out that they have Hatsune Miku, so of course they have fan cams. God, that's... You're right, yeah. Oh, God. Another reason I don't want to live in this fucking world. I don't want to live in a, in a world where girls are standing chawed. Yeah, Chad is definitely a problem, and I don't know if this was ad-libbed in or not, so, like, you know, when Chai is still- Chai! Yai is still mid-rant, does she, like, uh, like, you know, we see the shot of, like, Lan- Fucking- Chad approaching the group from behind, and does yep. she, like, go on to be like, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? No, that's ad-libbed, but honestly- yes. Yeah, it's like, no, it's like, you know what, let him fucking hear it. Let him don't, hear he, don't talk behind his back, say this shit to his face. Absolutely, he deserves every single word about it because all he has ever done is be mean to her. He's been especially rude to her, so yeah, she has every right to be especially mad. But, in contrast, Lan is, like, so nice and polite to Chad when he approaches and he's like, oh, I'm looking forward to being on a team with you. We're going to do great. And it's like, God, Lan, you're so nice. You're so much nicer than this boy deserves. And of course, after what Masa said earlier, then he comes in, Enzon comes in. I mean, not Enzon. Sorry. Chad comes I mean, in. You know, you're watching the original, so yeah, it's Enzon for it's, you. It's fine, enough. but I, I try to stick to the, I try to stick to the translated names. So he comes in, and he says, a net battle isn't so easy, you can win it with friendship. He doesn't particularly, he doesn't actually comment directly on the friendship. He does, though. Uh, I think in the dub it's more like, well, it's easier if, if like, you're, you aren't friends with someone who's runs a third-rate video game company or something like that. Once again- He also says that, don't worry. Okay, well, yeah, so he says that. Once again, trying to be Seto Kaiba and failing. Absolutely failing. This We don't like this man. We don't like this man. We don't and, like this small 10-year-old. Aren't they like 12? Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're like 11, 12. But, but still. Yeah, no, he's still small. Still a little shit. And I appreciate when Yai is just immediately like, alright, fuck this, fuck you, you and I, let's fucking net battle. And it's like, you know what, Yai, like, I know that you would lose that fight, but I'm, I would, I'm still very proud of you for, you know, challenging him. But unfortunately, like, Cha doesn't even give her, uh, doesn't even bother to, like, meet her challenge. He Which just, means he's a weakling. He is a weakling. He's he says something like he, he like brushes off and is like, "You better keep that temper under control, Miss Big Forehead, or that vein you have is going to burst." Yep, he sure does. <laughs> and then she freaks out, getting self conscious about her forehead. 
and declares that she needs time to cool down, so she summons a solid gold limo. She jumps into it. The limo goes riling off at 70 miles an hour. It jumps a seawall into the ocean with a giant splash. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I also just want to make a quick note that, like, I know that, like, Chad said something about, like, uh, like, not gonna, like, n- not gonna waste time, like, battling with a kid or something. And I'm like, you are 12, <laughs> sir. And yeah, and like, so yeah, so Yai storms off in her fucking boat limo, kind of like ranting as she goes about like, oh, at least my ego isn't the size of his. And it's like, yeah, you know what you're- Yeah, I mean, like, she's, she can't do anything about her forehead. She was born that way. He can do yeah. something about his ego. He can yeah. shut his mouth. Yeah, he can, but he doesn't. Early pissed off and yes, needing to cool down. Yai says she needs strawberry milk, and we get like a funny joke of like her at like a restaurant, like sitting at a bar and being like, hit me. Yep, same in the original. And I also want to point out that last time, the first time that I heard from her, I could have sworn she said strawberry milkshake, but this time she does say Ichiko Gyunyu, which means strawberry cow milk. So she's just drinking that strawberry milk. We briefly cut away, basically just to see Lan and Hub are still failing to do the program advance, and I'm just like, okay, yes, we get it. And that's literally all all we really get before we cut back because uh chad has been summoned away to take care of some uh business for the company uh you know his dad's company but apparently as he reveals he is the vice president of it and i don't remember if like he said this before that he was actually vice president what the fuck like oh man nepotism right like i've heard of child labor but yeah, like fucking imagine being the fucking adult you ha- that has to meet with this little asshole to like do a business deal. She's an adult. She's a fully grown woman with long wavy blonde hair and she's yeah, just she making looks- a business deal right in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, uh, with this 12-year-old. <laughs> because his father just couldn't be asked to make it. Yeah, oh my god. It's like it's def- this is definitely where we get our first like obvious glance of like why Chad is like this. But yes, so as it turns out, he is doing this in the same restaurant that Yai is at and when she discovers him, she's like, "What's this fucking guy doing here?" and she grows very curious and she basically begins spying on him in a pretty adorable fashion. She's no good at it, but you know what? She's cute. Yeah. The first time around, I really didn't enjoy Yai episodes, but now, honestly, I'm feeling her. She may be the rich, but... Like, I think, like, it helps that we have, like, we can compare her to Chad, who's so much worse of a rich person. And also, so like... worse. Also, like, she's eight. Yeah, right? she is eight, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, like, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh... So it seems like Chad might be onto her, and he is exiting, uh, having finished the business deal, yada yada. She runs off to the elevators to like try and you know make her escape. And just at the last second, though, when she's hiding behind like a cargo roller, karate chop hand. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's his one of his like 
assistance or bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they stop the elevator and Chad enters saying, um, no thanks, I already have one shadow, I don't need to. You know, as they begin their ascent on the elevator, first we get a shot of like, you know, the exterior of this restaurant and we find out that it's God knows how many fucking feet deep in the middle of the goddamned ocean. Well, that's why I needed to take her ATL, all-terrain Well, limo. I know, but it's like, like, on paper, that's cool, that sounds cool as fuck, but like, God. I mean, I'm rolling with the punches at this point. Yeah, fair enough. This is enough. not the weirdest thing that has happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, anyway, um, I'm briefly teased with a moment of not hating Chad as much when he, like, makes her sit in silence, like, being nervous, like, oh, does he know I'm here? Oh, no. And then, like, after some time, he's finally like, okay, you can come out now. I kind of appreciated just him, like, you know, more lightheartedly fucking with her. It, it was still kind of, uh, mean-spirited, though. Oh, but then... Uh, before the elevator stops, we, you know, we actually see what goes wrong, and we get, like, in the dub, we get some of what might be the best dub ad-living ever. Oh, wait on me. It has the two guys at the control booth or whatever, and what happens is that, you know, the guy spills his coffee over, like, uh, the control panel and everything, you know, it shorts out, shuts down, right? Right, right. Uh, and what we hear is like, you know, it's like kind of starts in the middle of a conversation and, the, and like the one guy's like, well, when you're a genius like me, oh, oh no. And then the <laughs> other guy's just like, oh, smooth move, genius. <gasps> okay, that's great. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, I feel like we, I feel like that was something that we talked about like the first time going through this anime and because like it kind of like felt familiar but it was just like oh yeah it's really good (laughs) it is really good all right let's see uh then they get trapped yai is kind of starting to act more like seem more like a sundere because she's like because she's like you know she and chad are like quipping back sarcastically at each other but you can kind of see like little blush marks on her cheek I sort of in I sort of interpreted that less as being a tsundere and more as being really, really angry and embarrassed at him. I guess either. It could be either way. I guess, I'm just I, I you know, I, I guess All I'm, I'm, I'm used like to people take... blush in anger too. I know, but like, you know, I'm used to taking that visual in anime one way. She's like seven. <laughs> she's she's like seven, I know, but like I don't know, I feel like there's more hints of her, like, kind of crushing on Chad later on. Also, I should know- I I, want to point out to you, I feel like in anime, when someone's getting, like, mad with anger, it's like the whole face is red, you know? But, like, embarrassed is, like, those little marks on the cheek. That's just my observation. Mm, all right, I was just sort of interpreting it more as a pun pun than sun sun. So fair enough. Um, Your mileage nope. may vary. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we have two people on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we also get like a nice like uh, cut between senses where 
like Chad makes the observation, the system's dead. And then we cut to like, you know, I guess like the guy who runs the place or being like, well, bring it back to life. Shouting to like the workers um, in charge of that, of the electrical grid and whatnot. Wake me up inside. We cut back to the arena and I made a note of it. Yeah, at some point we cut back to the arena and I know this because I make the note Higsby never eat again. I I don't really have a nearby note about he the arena. He had a hoagie and he wraps his lips around the hoagie and then he sucks it down. <laughs> Look, man, when a man has the good sucking ability, I'm just saying. It, it disappears down his maw. I mean, uh, that's what happens when you eat things, to be fair. I know, but there's no chewing. It's just... I'm just saying. <laughs> now, there's a reference no one else will get. Ooh. But yeah, like, I, get, I didn't even bother. Like, my very next note was about, like, um, you know, back in the elevator. Yai's going on, like, saying aloud to Glide that, oh, I'll die if I had to stay here all day with this jerk. And Glide immediately quits back with, he's not being his usual charming self. And it's just like funny. Cause like, he's like literally standing right there, like completely stoic. And like, again, he deserves to hear all this to his face, but it's like, it's just, I just really like the, her saying all this stuff while he's like, kind like standing there clearly hearing it, but like ignoring it or at least like trying to. It is good. So, Chad gets the idea that he can just climb out. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's going to do the, do the action scene. We are going to do the action scene because, and he's he's spurred to climb out because um, he is reminded that his match is going to start in 20 minutes and 30 seconds, as Proto Man helpfully adds for him. And yeah, it's... So yeah, dumbass, this dumbass is, is about to be late to his own goddamn match. And that's the point when I was like, oh, Stone Man and Bomberman must have done this on purpose to make him forfeit the match. Oh. I don't know. It seems like it's purely like a coincidence. Like, first yeah. he goes... It turns out to just be a coincidence, but at the time I was like, oh, clever, clever, clever. And then, no, it's just uh, just an accident. Nope. I kind of like it way better that it's just an accident and, like, it's just Chad's own damn fault. Like, he even goes on, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have left to, like, make this stupid deal. It's, it was only worth a few million dollars anyway. And yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, that's just pocket change. 400 million yen? That's nothing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he's just like, fuck it, I'm getting out of here my own goddamn self, and starts going. And yeah, at first is like, are you fucking nuts? And he's just like, I'm, you stay here and wait, I'll just, I'm, I'm getting the hell out of here. Glide tries to say something to her, kind of like, trying to comfort her, be like, oh, the rescue team will be here soon, or it's like, your only options are to wait for the team or to go up, and she snaps at him, I'm just like, no, baby, don't be mean to your Glide, he cares you. He does care her. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a good Navi. And is. this is the point in the episode mm -hmm. where it turns into a Yai episode. Yes. <laughs> because she I'm going to make you... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, once again, she needs to use the bathroom. <laughs> We're doing this what? again. 
Why is this her recurring plot line? I don't know. Like, because, like, fucking kids need to use the bathroom at inopportune times, I guess. I mean, it is. It's my, my only it's guess. It's what... for the plot, but. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Yai has to go to the bathroom. So, she can't. She also cannot just stand around waiting for rescue to come and get her. So, she's like. Uh, you know, fuck you, Chad. I'm gonna. If you can climb up this ladder, I I can climb with you. Yeah, and so she does, and she and they start climbing. Wait, hold on. Oh yeah. Hold on, okay. Hold on. Okay. 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 Because uh, I just have to say because like you know the ladder is obviously you know God knows how many feet into the ocean, and so we're treated to just the sight of like this like long metal elevator shaft with an endless. Uh, an, an endless ladder way up, you know, going along the side of it. So they start climbing with a thrill. That's that's an MGS three ladder right there. It sure is. But yeah, Yai uh loses her nerve as she goes on. Fucking bitch, me too. I am a grown ass woman, and I would be so fucking scared going up this a ladder like that. I can't handle. I can hardly handle going up. Do you know how like certain water slides that some public pools would have, where it's like not something like t- grand and tall and like built into the foundation. It's like just one of those like short ones that you buy and set up, and you climb a ladder to go up it. I know what you're talking about. I never had one at my local pool, but I do know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. I would get nervous just climbing up that thing as a kid. And I I still, like, I, I can't, I, I do not trust going up ladders. I can't do ladders. So, like, yeah, m- me as a grown-ass woman would j- be equally terrified going up that thing. Like, here's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. I can climb trees forever. I can yeah. I could get up like 200 foot if I'm attached to a tree. The minute you put me on a man-made structure, I think this is going to collapse at any moment. But even if the tree is swaying back and forth, I'm like, no, this thing's going to stay rooted. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fine. it's like certainly the thing you are climbing is going to stay put. And like, how, okay, but like, how would you feel about like a ladder, the sort that like they're climbing up? It's not like you know something you. Oh, up. I feel fine. That that thing yeah. would be great. I can see that that thing is bolted to the wall in yeah. multiple places. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So that's my favorite. No, I the could. ones it's... that are inside of lighthouses, they they get to me. And I say this because here in Florida, lighthouses are a common thing that you go to visit, and every single one of them looks like it's going to fall down. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, no, like, for me, it's just, like, I just, I don't trust my own footing like that. I really don't. So, yeah, so, Yai's getting pretty scared. Uh, she loses a shoe at one point, so that really, uh, you know, makes her scared. Well, hold on, well, before she slips, um, we actually get Chad finally being nice. Like, at first, he's kind of being, like, a little uh, jerk about it, but, like, he's basically, like, Come on, you can do it. Or and like trying to encourage her, and then like when she's still frozen, he's like, "Oh, you're really scared, huh?" Well, look, I yes, that's right, the fucking shark. Because again, they're underwater still. This ladder shaft still has a view of the ocean around them, just to make things worse. Oh yeah, it's after the shark jump scare. Oh, 
So yeah, we get the shark jump scare, she loses her nerve, and then he's like, hey, what happened to that that spiritful and resilient Yai that I know that would yell at me? And, you know, he tries to talk her into it, and then he tells her about the correct way to go up, you know, just don't look down, just keep on looking up, and here, I'll walk up under you. Yeah, uh, that, that was the thing when I said, it was like, yeah, smart of him to offer to be her spotter. He's, like, actually being nice to this child, and then I'm, and it's like, oh no, oh, this is how they get ya. This is how they get ya. Oh, you made me care about Chad for a little bit here. I'm like, is this going to be a redemption episode? Should we spoil it? I mean, I don't think we even need to say it. <laughs> Spoilers, no, it's not a redemption episode. One other thing that happens is that while they are continuing to go up, Yai momentarily slips, and yes, he catches her, too. But in the process, um... He loses his chips! He loses his chips, because this idiot has his important battle chips just in his fucking pocket. Not like a fucking pocket you could close like cargo pants would have. No, they're clearly just typical pockets, pretty big for something loose, like a couple of chips to just be sitting in. I'm just like, you goddamn idiot, you're- how could you just keep them so insecure, you fucker? It's a mystery, and it's frankly, like, really stupid for him, who claims to be so smart and good at battling. Right! Like, oh, fucker, you- don't you have a, like, a goddamn sealed case for your, all your things? Or like, I don't know, don't you at least, like, know not to have that s- like, stuff like that just loose in your fucking pocket. Like, if he if he was, like, carrying his wallet in his pocket, too, and, like, you could lose the chips just by, like, pulling out anything else from your pocket. And Seto Kaiba carries around a briefcase. Yeah! <laughs> or why doesn't he be like those fucking guys at the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with the fucking, I don't know, 20-foot-long case of cards? Yes! <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I would respect Chad a little more if he had a these, like, a fucking entourage of dudes who, like, carried around his battle chips If he became the battle chip pallbearer, I would be here for it. The mafia just going around in their Blues Brothers outfits to bring him his long line of chips. But no. He just keeps them in his fucking pocket like any other stupid kid would, and so he loses them like a stupid kid would. Okay, so, but yeah, after that, uh, they make it to, like, ground level. They make it to the first level that the shaft is open in one place where they pried the doors open to the elevator. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, all right, so yeah, so yeah, they find, they, they reach that level and then get onto, you know, the ground level or interior, whatever you want to call it. And I want to point out here something very nice. In any other anime nowadays, this would be uh-huh. the perfect time to get an upskirt shot of this little girl, and they don't, which is good. Yeah. Oh, the bar is so low. bar is so low, but this one passes it. Uh, so they make it, and, like, it's- Chad is pretty much immediately, like, I've gotta fucking go, and it's kind of funny, I just made a note because, like, he kind of just starts, like, running with, like, you know, his usual stoic expression, not really saying anything else. And then, like, this this stupid battle music starts. <gasps> that is good. That is good. But Yai returns the favor. 
He spotted her when she fell, and so she calls her magical golden ATL limo to pick him up and drive him to the place. That's nice of her. It is, and you know what he does as thanks for returning the favor? Mm-hmm. He sends her an email that says... Yeah? Take care not to drink too much strawberry milk, Fivehead. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. No, not basically. That's the translation. But anyway, uh, at least in the meanwhile, Lan has been taking advantage of his partner not showing up in time to get some last-minute practice of the program advance once again. And it seems like this time they are finally making some progress. We don't know for sure, though, because when they are doing it, you know, it kind of just gets enveloped by light in their practice zone. So yeah, so Lan, feeling very confident, shows up, and at this point, I'm just like, no, Lan, don't worry, you can fucking take these, both of these guys on your own, you don't need Chad, he's not gonna help you anyway. He absolutely is not, he even says he's not, because he says all the time, like, hey, you know, just stay out of my way. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I was also very amused how, like, all of his friends and everyone, no one thinks that, like, something has happened to Chad. Everyone thinks that, like, he's intentionally standing Lan up because he's too good f to fight with him or something like that. Like, no one has any concern for Chad. Everyone th assumes the worst, which is correct. It is absolutely correct. I mean, well, I mean, technically it's not accurate in this case, but I mean, it certainly is fair. Accurate and correct are two different things. Yes, yeah. And yeah, so uh, the, the, you know, the committee says, like, Chaw has five minutes to fucking show up already, or he's out of his match and Lan has to fight alone. And, like, so pretty much, like, everyone is just sort of, like, waiting as the time ticks down. And at one point, Higsby, like, even comments, like, anyone here find this boring? But he makes it. Three seconds left. And you want to know what he said? Kept you waiting, huh? just like assumes the worst of Chad like going like who's this guy think he is making us wait like this like yeah he's like you know rightfully angry and like everyone is just so sure that he shows up at the last second for dramatics and oh god I don't remember exactly what he said in the dub I just remember I, I just wrote the note like Chad you nearly missed your match fucker don't act so smug um so yeah so episode 21 pretty much picks up right from here um the dub gives us a, a little recap same in the original and like it's funny because like in the recap um you know when Chad finally shows up we hear Lan ask where were you Chad and he's just like oh it doesn't matter and it's just like funny it's like why you know where were you why did it take you so long to get here Chad's just like oh comma you know <laughs> and honestly if you said I got stuck in an elevator people might have understood yeah. Because then Yai could corroborate, but no, he's just... 
Like, you know he doesn't want to admit to it. You know. I do know. Yeah. But yeah, so the battle starts. Hub immediately is ready to go. He We we are treated to like a, fun, a cute little running cycle of him just going. He's zooming. The fight is actually pretty well animated all over. Yeah, yeah. Um, the dub uh, treats us to some po- possibly ad-libbed puns provided by Bomb Man. They're both very talkative, so the puns that they make probably don't translate it translate, so doing them ad-libs probably pretty good. Okay. And yeah, so Hub and Bomb Man are duking it out, and like So Man too, and Proman's just fucking standing there. Like, I made them know, like, are you gonna fucking, like, do anything? Or are you just gonna stand there and be a contemptuous asshole? He's just too impressed by the 3D animated stone cubes. I wish that was the case, because, like, in the dub, he's just, like, going on, like, criticizing Mega Man and all that. Oh, same in the original. He's being an absolute jerk. Um, Stone Man next gives us another pun, saying, like, Guess what my favorite vegetable is? Squash! Yeah. <laughs> and even Lan, like, thinks to himself, I wonder why Proto Man isn't doing anything. And I'm like, yeah, I also wonder yeah, that. Why isn't he? Why isn't he? Why isn't but he? One thing to note about the animation right now, which is pretty cool, is that as they're inserting their chips, They've animated it slowly, and I don't mean they took the existing animation and then slowed it down so you can see the frame rate. I mean they legitimately animated it very slow and smooth. They did, yeah. Yeah, so So Man's attacking Mega Man with his Minecraft blocks. It's not going so great, Higsby says so. Mesa once again stands up to heckle him. And yeah, then they have their argument across the arena again. Oh man, what did they say? What did they say in the dub? Um, I don't remember what exactly he says, but like, okay. What I do remember is like Mesa calls Higsby squid for brains. And Higsby comes back with, Hey Mesa, did you ever hear a squid scream? It sounds like this. I don't think my mic even picked that up. Okay. Well, just know, listeners, I mean, you know, it's probably for the best. That's probably our mics both, like, trying to save you. It's like, it's like a dolphin squeal sound. It is a very good dolphin squeal sound. So that's basically how it is in the original, Oh, no, it's weird. The original, okay, it's not weird in the original, but it's used, okay, I'll just, I wrote it down, I transcribed it. Asshole, if you're going to keep up such shitty commentary, do it dancing on the seafloor with the red bream and flatfish, you idiot cicada taro, higurashi taro. And then Wixby says, okay, first of all, it's urashima taro, not higurashi taro, and neither of those are correct anyway. And so I guess, like, he does a cicada scream. Yeah, he does a cicada scream, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. God, like, fucking Mesa roasting the life out of him. And does he actually swear that much? Uh, he uses Yaro and such, so yeah, he does. Oh my god, that's so good. He's, like, legit and angry. And he should be, because he's be sort of simping for Stone Man. <laughs> A little, yeah. He's also simping for Proto Man, so... 
Yeah, no, he deserves to be shamed. So, yeah, fair, Mesa. Problem is um, Cicada. Like, he's making lots of useless noise, just like a Cicada. Just do it. <laughs> oh, man. Here's hoping... God, here's hoping Brood X comes out soon, right? I want them. I want their, their, their horrible screams. I love them. Yeah. Stow Man... Uh, you know, comes at an attack with Hub saying, I'm gonna blow you off the bitmap. Oh, that's good. Which, yeah, that's funny. It's like, or, and then something like, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna make you flat as a pancake. And then Proto Man finally comments back, sorry, but I hate pancakes. And now finally he's doing something. Wow. Yeah, he does something. Yeah. He, after the enemies are taunting everyone, Loose just jumps on in and says, look, I'll show you how to do it, deal with this. And he sucker punches Hub in the stomach and then says, you're in the way. Go take a nap. Yes! And, like, the thing that I was, like, the thing that I was most angry about was, like, yeah, he, like, you know, he, like, does some moves, like, fights off. When he does this, he comes back and, like, Hub is literally behind him. He is literally out of his way, but and he just turns around and punches just him. Sucker punch right in the gut, and it's dumb. It's mean spirited. It doesn't help you it's, win the match. It's really, mean. it's really, and like thankfully, Yai is back in the crowd to yell at Shad for this. Yeah, and thank goodness. But you know, for poor Hub like crumples. Uh, Proto Man goes in to like try and handle this all his own. And I made mean, note is like, oh, you don't deserve that break, man. Mask. And then it's all. I mean, sorry, Shaw's all about. Yeah, take a look at my unbeatable attack pattern. You should learn from this. He said something about like, oh, it's just about like reading attack patterns. Uh, like when uh, it's when like Higsby comments like, oh, he's somehow able to you know know their moves before they make it. Yada yada. Yai is once again you know still yelling at him because it's like you were like so much nicer in, you know when you were helping me in the elevator. What the fuck? Unfortunately, we have to get a flashback of the previous one episode ago. You chosen one. You were supposed to unite the force, not bear the part. <laughs> yeah. Um. And one thing I noted like during this flashback was like I Yai asked him like why did you come down here. Like anyway, and it's like, oh, I did it for the company. Like, you know, he means obviously he he's talking about like his dad's company, but like I just made the note. It's like, oh yeah, the company in the alien sense. <laughs> and like, even while poor Hub is like collapsed in pain, he's still trying to like, you know, yell out warnings to Proto Man. And it's like, sweetie, you're too nice to even be like bothering to like help but he does he keeps trying and it's so sad yeah pro man starts doing this like stupid move where he's like dual wielding swords and like you know spinning around and he even makes a con like let's go for a spin i'm just like shut up you idiot he actually does get bomb man with it yeah and stone man is very upset by this when yeah bomb man is forced to log out so man cares. He wins. It's so sad. And Wiley is very happy about this. 
Yeah, like, uh, like Proto Man, like in the dub, he, he says like, "Bye, bye, baddie." And I'm just like, God, you are so bad at you know these one-liners. Shut up. Uh, yeah, he's certainly also trying to pose and like. He does like this, like you know, Y pose with his two swords, which is like you know, all right. It's all right. It's not perfect. But yeah, so uh, Stoneman is very much upset by this happening, and he is ready to avenge his boyfriend. Absolutely. So of course he traps Rock under a whole bunch of silver weight. Pub, you didn't deserve to take the brunt of his angry attack. I guess it's just so, like, he can fight Proto-Man one-on-one. Yeah, it's sort of like, okay, stay out of the way, shrimp. Yeah, it's like, but it's like, yeah, poor Hub. So Lan loses contact with him, and it seems that perhaps, uh, you know, Hub is all gone. And, uh, you know, since he can't contact him, cannot pull him back, uh, Higsby comments that... Now for Lan is simply a waiting game. You get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but so most importantly, he says that either he got it out safely, but if he did log out safely, you'd be able to communicate with him. So there is a distinct possibility that he has been deleted. Yes, and every and like. All of Land's friends are very upset with this. They should be. Yeah, no, it's it's really sweet that they all care about Mega Man, just like Land does. But Stone Man is gloating. Stone Man is gloating, and he's got like a cool, like missing eye now. That's kind of like the the light for his other eye is out, and it's kind of just like sparks, and it looks neat. It does look neat. Like, in the midst of Lan, like, about to, like, possibly losing his net navy, Chad is just telling him to shut up and let him fight. You know, we all want Lan to punch him, but, like, I'm at least happy that he basically tells Chad to, like, fuck off and do whatever you want. I'm gonna keep looking for Mega Man. On the one hand, I sort of get it, because it would be sort of annoying to have a guy right next to you, in your ear, yelling, Mega Man! Mega Man! Yeah, like maybe if they, if like he'd been, but like you know, I don't, I don't care. Like, Chad deserves to feel annoyed by that because he created this situation by like forcing Hub to like be stuck back there, like crumpled to the ground and easily able to get pinned. It's like if I had my Navi possibly deleted, I would be yelling too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I just appreciate Lan just being like, fuck off. Absolutely. Stone Man calls Proto Man a proto punk. <laughs> I'm just like, he wishes, he wishes he was a proto punk. We all wish he were a proto punk because then he'd have a personality. So, yeah, so he says, bye bye, proto punk, or whatever, and then like buries him under some rubble. And, like, I wish, like, we all wish that I actually hurt Pro-Man, but no, he kind of, like, you know, he kind of, like, hides under the rubble for a moment for dramatic effect before popping back out. Oh, wait, no, I think it's, like, okay, no, he's doing another spin attack, and then, I don't know, it's either him or Stoman that says, this puts a new spin on things. I don't know. I just want to say, I was mad at the audience at this point for cheering for Proto-Man. 
don't fucking cheer him for acting like such an asshole. Like, literally, they must have seen Proto Man punch Hub like that. Who in the world would cheer for that asshole after that? Maybe it's all of his fan club. Ugh. I just... God, it's fucking... Yeah, who knows, I guess. Club, didn't I wanted to. So, it's as Scott said, uh, Stone Man appears to have been broken up into uh, fun uh, 3D poly polygonal pieces. But, like the Yellow Devil, he can reform no worse for wear. Yes! And I was like, so fucking excited. I was like, oh fuck yes, he really is a stone golem! Because yeah, he has like, they show that he has like some core in the center of himself. And yeah, and he reforms back around it like fucking Thardus. So cool. Chad gets like is like okay, well, guess like we gotta do the program advance to like wipe him out in one fell swoop, and it's like, uh oh, it's the consequences of your fuck ups, huh, Chad? Of course, we have to have another full flashback to the time that he lost his chips. And Lan is like, well, what are you waiting for? Fucking wipe him out, why don't you? And it's like, oh, Cha doesn't want to admit that his, pe that his he lost his fucking chips. He's coming up with excuses or just being like, fuck off, Lan, don't tell me like how to fight this battle. Yeah, like, I can do this without a program advance. I'll show you. No, honey. No, honey, you can't. No, you can't. And, and yeah, like, Lan is just getting his ass like, what the fuck are you doing? Just do it already. You program advance. We know you can. And, like, Chad is, like, enough of an asshole to be like, don't tell me how to battle. You got your fucking program deleted. Like, low blow, dude. Low fucking blow. And finally, like, Proto Man gets to, like, suffer for his hubris. Because Stoman starts crushing him between two giant blocks, and it's like, gl I'm glad you're being hurt. And like, because like before he gets caught, like he's doing another flying spin attack, and Stoman's just like, oh, I see that fucking coming. He just like swats him out and then crushes him. And it's like, good, I'm glad you're being hurt. You want to be Sky Dancer? And Yai, who's still been watching this whole time, quickly pieces together what must have happened because we are we are reminded. Of, you know, she lost her shoe when it slipped, and so she is able to put it together like, oh, he's not doing the thing because I bet his chips must have slipped and fell just like my shoe did. Chips. His chips. chips. We, like, it does, they don't say it explicitly in the dub, amazingly, but, like, we kind of, like, see this look on her face that suggests that, like, seems like she's feeling, like, guilty for that happening and it's like no honey don't blame yourself it is not your fault he didn't keep his chips somewhere safe Absolutely. it's also not your fault that he didn't you know check his pocket for his chips yeah it's yes it's not your fault baby and if anyone um, wants to try know, to come when... at me with oh well what he couldn't have gone down to get them in time he could have gotten more from his entourage i i swear yeah like you know it's fucking yeah it's 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 all on him I wouldn't say, like, he should have fucking gone down all the way to, like, go back for his chips. Like, I'm saying he should have, in the first place, had them in more secure storage. Like, doesn't he have, have like, fucking closable pockets in his vest? Yeah. yeah, keep them in there, idiot! Or, better yet, keep them on your bodyguards, keep multiple cases of them, have redundancies. Like, yeah, I would at least, like, respect... 
keeping them in a more secure pocket instead. Lost of time. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But luckily, uh, things start to turn around as Mega Man is finally able to communicate with Lan, revealing that he is okay. He has just been trapped under the rubble that Stone Man buried him in. And it's just very cute because Lan is just so happy that his boy is okay and he cares so much. The voice acting, he's so sweet and cute. Oh my goodness. We have a moment where, like, Mega Man's like, I'm gonna blow myself out here. Give me a bunch of mini blur chips. And Mega Man's like, no, I don't want to fucking set off a fucking explosion where you might still be, like, trapped in the middle of it. And, like, I almost lost you. I don't want to, like, put you in the middle of a goddamn explosion. It's, like, it's cute that he's very concerned. But Mega Man's like, no, come on, Lan. You have to trust me, okay? And Lan's like, okay, here you go. And it's just, yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, I just love the way that they talk about this trust that brought them together. It's like, oh, they're little babies. I love them. Yeah. And on the, meanwhile, on the flip side, Chad is very clearly getting worried about Proto Man at this point. And it's like, uh-oh, it's not so fucking easy when it's your own Navi that's in trouble, is it? Fucker. Absolutely not. So Hug manages to blast out and he shoots at the meaty thighs that are sandwiching Proto Man, which allows him <laughs> to be let go. So, you know, Hug to the rescue without using any fancy chips. That's, yeah, no, I said that too. I was like, between like his amazing like return and then like immediately swooping in to kick Stone Man's ass, I was like, yeah, boy, you steal his fucking thunder. Wonderful. So there's only one thing that they can do, and that's. Yeah, this is the program advanced. I, I just wanted to make a quick note that, like, A, I don't know if this is true in the original, but like, you know, Proto Man at least like gives a quick thanks to. Mega Man for like saving his bacon. And like we get a cut of Miss Mari out in the crowd, like tearing up a little because she's just so happy that Mega Man's okay. Yeah. And it's very sweet. Yeah, she has those tears in her eyes, and it's so cute. So cute. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Program advance, um, get his ass. Program advance. And I'm like, just like, yes, yes, do it, land. Flex. Flex so fucking hard. You earned this. Yes, he pulls out the, the program events in front of the crowd, in front of Chad, in front of God, in front of everyone. And it's great. Unfortunately, it creates the same situation um, because Stone Man is reduced to pieces once again, but we see his core start to rise and start to reform. Proto Man takes the last fucking shot and slices the core in half while it's exposed. So it's like, yeah, That's thanks, fine. I guess. Teamwork. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, teamwork. And, like, Me Mega Man uh, um, even says, like, hate to break it to you, but we just worked as a team. Proto Man doesn't like that. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Like, yeah, and, and like, Hub is still, like, being so goddamn nice to this guy that fucking sucker punched him. He was just like, well, yeah, that was great. I. But I'm glad we won. I can't wait for our when I can't wait for us to meet again or whatever. Can't wait for us to cross cross paths again. And Pro Man's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Oh, it's so mean. And then Shaw is like, well, 
if you don't want to get deleted in the future, you have to perfect your program advance in the next 40 minutes. It's even worse than, like, that's even worse than it is in the dub. I think, like, he just said, like, well, if you had been able to, like, you should have been able to have your program advance wipe him out, so, like, we didn't even need to finish off the core. And, like, at this point, like, I'm kind of just glad that Lan doesn't even, like, fuck, he doesn't even have anything to fucking say to him while he's still, like, being a, like, a fucker and giving him shit. Like, he's just, like, he gives him, like, a puffed-up cheek pout, and it's like, yeah, he doesn't, like, he's done, like, even, like, arguing with him at this point. And then, Proto Man passes that on and says, yeah, you have 20 minutes to get better at it. He has the amount of time. He just he just makes the threat worse. I I don't even remember him saying anything like that, honestly. Like, pretty much as soon as like it it was like just land like glaring at Chaw that like I, I checked out. That was the end of the episode. Well, you know, episode differences, it happens. And yeah. that's it. End of the episode. It just ends like that. Great. Chaud is a dick. We understand. Yeah, like, it's it's so bizarre. Like, yeah, we get this, like, one episode that almost seems like it wants to redeem him, and then, nope. He's more of an asshole than ever to Lan and Mega Man. And Yai. And Yai. I mean, uh, he's not as much of a direct asshole to her in this episode, because, like, he doesn't really interact with her, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. It's it, Chaud still sucks. They gave us a light of a ray of hope, but for now he still sucks severely. I mean, we know he's going to get better, but mm. yeah, like yeah, we we're lucky enough to know how like how season two goes and know that yes he gets better, but like for now, ugh, fucking pain. So what did we learn this episode? <laughs> 